Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, joined by my compatriot who joins me each and every week. Not only is he a terrifically successful attorney and a terrific media member, he's also just a great friend. My one and only, my guy, the great Johnny Guitars. How about that? A little Craig Biggio, a little Jeff Bagwell. No offense to the Astros folks, but happy Halloween to one and all. Now that that is taken care of, I think that counts as a costume. We can get down to some business. Some of the business is going to be a little uncomfortable, but it is business time. John, I want to talk about the Raiders. They go into Chicago against a Division II quarterback, never threw a pass, never ran a play against a Division I team. A game that They had far more talented players, but the Raiders were not the better team. $102 million offense, and they just laid an egg. You have the NFL's returning leading rusher, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, all of it. And it's nothing more than a discombobulated mess. John, you know I personally like Josh McDaniels, but I got to call spade a spade. It's horrible what's going on right now. It, It makes no logical sense. Your thoughts? My thoughts are, once again, sometimes people say, do you guys always agree on everything? I say, no, not everything, but ideally, good minds thinking right about football come to a common place. The Raiders laid an enormous egg last week. They took my words, unfortunately, and kind of applied them. Here's what I think happened in reality. They see a guy, they've never even heard of this quarterback coming in, and they look right past him, or enough players on the Raiders look right past the Bears, look right past the Raiders. They basically just think they're going to show up, roll out on the field, break a sweat, and roll them. They don't. 
the Raiders clearly lost that game in the first half. Revisiting our discussion last week, I think the decision to start Brian Hoyer was still correct. When you heard what Brian Hoyer said in the postgame when you talked to him, I think he was correct there too with a twist. He said, look, this is the NFL. This can happen anytime, any week, anywhere. That's true, and Brian Hoyer knows that. More than a decade into his career, not enough guys on his team knew that. And I want to talk about what happens sometimes, what we see across the sport happen when a starter is out. Because it seems like a team can go one of two ways. And last week, the Bears went one way, the Raiders went the other. When you have your starter out, you can have the rare occasions or hopefully often occasions in the NFL where the rest of the team kind of rallies together, pulls together and says, hey, we've got to do more as a team to make up for the fact that our guy is out. That's exactly what the Bears did. 14 to three in the first half, without question. The Raiders, on the other hand, too many of them did not. It was not all on Brian Hoyer the first half, but that's where the damage was done. Then Brian Hoyer maybe tried to do too much at the right time the quarterback change is made. We don't know what's gonna happen this week still as we're taping it now, but what an enormous egg the Raiders lay. They're in Chicago. I think it's, I think this is, how many times have we talked about this trade deadline? Now we are like up against it. We got to see what happens. What Raider football club shows up on Monday night? If they have the $100 million offense and they are in the teens on Monday night, let's see what happens after that. So John, I want to, I want to pick through a couple things here because during the first 20 games, I took a lot of criticism. People said, man, Hondo is the PR department. But I think you've got to give coaches time to check out their system, check out players, whatever, after 20 games. And, and, and listen, I hope Josh McDaniels, for the sake of the franchise, is there 20 years. But whenever his successor comes in, I'm giving him 20 games. But the thing that stood out to me was several fold. First of all, we know that Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels have had great success. But outside of Tom Brady, that success has been extremely limited for both men. I said before that I was hearing from the inside that if Bill Belichick didn't make the playoffs, that Bob Kraft would move on. I'm not saying it. Well, I'm telling you what I'm hearing from people on the inside. The same people who told me that Josh McDaniels was taking the job when Everyone said he wasn't. So they've proven to be reliable for years and years and years. Then it comes out, well, he's got an, ex, you know, he got an extended contract, which I'm, I'm whatever. I'm standing by because of who I'm hearing it from. But Josh McDaniels gets in here and to be an offensive mind for that owner to turn and fire a coach who just, with a lot less talent, took a team to the playoffs. Now that owner is being screamed at at games. He goes to a WNBA parade to celebrate his aces winning a championship. Signs are being held up. I lived through the fire milling era in Detroit. I, I mean, I was close to Matt. In fact, I'm the one that told him, I, I called Matt and told him, I want, I want you to know they're going to fire you today. 
literally remember that. I, you knew that story. Others don't know that, but I did. And so I'm firing's not coming. He's going to get another year unless only 5% chance he does it. So he's going to get another year. And I hope that's fine. I'm, my job is not to call. I don't create news. I report it. But this is toxic. And it's not good. And we know the Raiders can go and win in Detroit on Monday night. Totally, they can come here and win. By the way, I'm in I'm in Detroit. They can come here and win. But I don't expect it, don't anticipate it. And we said three games ago, these next six games are going to tell us everything we need to go. Because then they go home for two weeks to take on the guys from Gotham. They need to win those two really bad. You're just thoughts about the state of the franchise. I'm beginning to wonder... Not so much about Josh McDaniels, the person, but about the situation that Josh McDaniels comes from when he becomes a head coach. How many guys, it's not just that they're fantastic coordinators, but they're they're just in really, really great jobs, really great teams, really great organizations. Uh, sometimes people can do a great job. Sometimes it's just a great job, maybe. So I wonder what the disconnect might be between the technical precision of Josh McDaniels, the, the the success that his career has been paved with as a coordinator, coming over to a head coach, this is the second time around, and it feels like it's it's sinking or slipping back. Now, we know what happened with the massive investment that uh, Chandler Jones that is likely not to play again. We understand that Josh Jacobs is laid into camp. But we don't understand yet, and we can't put our fingers on, why is this not connected better? And i got to be honest with you. It was alarming to see the first half of that Bears game. I can stay here as a total whatever and say, Raiders are going to roll this week. This quarterback, where's he from? The Bears are down. They're going to smack him. I think I said 30 to 9. Well, turns out that score wasn't far off just badly flipped the other way. So I think the franchise right now is, I actually think it's on the cusp of another, like, what should we do situation. If the Raiders are going to say, listen, we're sticking with McDaniels pretty much no matter what, I hope he's got the permission to pull some weeds as he sees fit. Because that performance by too many of the guys on the football team last week was hardly, hardly professional. And if you want to talk about standards, where McDaniels come from, in the heyday of the Patriots, their standards are way up here. Where would most of those sit? Not good at all. They better find a way to turn it around. And I think McDaniels, to be honest with you, he's got to find like another gear where he's got to get after, maybe get after some people some more than he feels comfortable doing. Otherwise, he's, he's really in danger. You know, Warren Sapp, who I have humongous respect for, has in tons of respect for him but he's come out and blasted him for and i can tell you he is not running it like bill belichick now is it is he demanding sure is but he's not running it like new england <clears throat> i know that for a fact he's not and uh, but for a lot of players the discipline and culture that he's trying to bring um 
is something a little bit different than they're used to. I, I'm not making any excuses. There is no excuse with that $102 million offense to be an epic failure. That's all on him. So I'm not I'm the one who's also said this week is nothing to do with players. It's all about coaching. <clears throat> but a lot has gone into this. And to me, just go get an upset on Monday Night Football with the nation watching. I'm going to tell you, I'm here. It don't feel like the Raiders are getting an upset. If 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 the Lions had ran over the Ravens, maybe they are so mad. They're a caged animal ready to eat. You often hear me use the term, there's blood in the water, go be a shark. Well, there's a gazelle down on the Serengeti, and the lions are circling, and the gazelle's wearing an eye patch. This is just this is just gonna be. Matter of fact, it's kind of fun being back here. I'm doing all the media, all the TV, radio, all of it. And uh, a lot of them are like, oof, oof. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's going to be interesting. All right, John, I want to talk about a couple other things. Um, I know many members. I, I know a bunch of players, much of leaders uh, for the NFLPA. I agree with this. They would like to see all new stadiums be banned from having turf. The fact that the Raiders can have natural gas being gas, grass being a dome, and oh, by the way, in the desert proves everybody can do it. Maybe there's a little bit of a struggle for some of the winter teams with the snow and all that kind of stuff. How do you do it with the dome? But a lot of people are calling for a mandatory grass only on all new stadiums. Now we're finding a German hybrid grass company who does a lot of soccer. Uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's something that we're going to see this week because last year the games in Germany, massive complaints about the field surfaces. It's, it's really hard to remember, but but they weren't good. Part of the reason it's so hard to remember was the Super Bowl last year was was flat out marred by a ridiculous surface. So surface is on everybody's eyes and mind. What we're going to see this week is a hybrid surface that – Really, I remember the idea for almost 20 years ago, basically where you'd have some hybrid turf and then grass growing inside or between it. Uh, it sounds like technology's caught up here a little bit and you're looking at really about 95% natural grass and then the rest synthetic. Now, if you take your mind back to the horrible grass fields in the NFL, FedEx field, Heinz field, we've all seen them at times look really bad. You can maybe understand why some places in the field might need more than, than less, but let's see what this technology looks like. This could be a good thing. There's a lot of, now there's a lot of research about the types of injuries on grass versus turf, the amount of injuries on turf. Look, we all know it's gotten better for God's sake. Remember the vet in Philadelphia, you could see the, the creases and the holes in the turf way back then. Those days are long gone, but this is still something good to pay attention to. So we're going to have some extra eyes on what we see in Germany this week because there is a need for more grass. The technology seems to be there without a question, but also now we've got maybe a new angle in the technology. It's going to be exciting to see because we do not want the turf or the surface to be a story. Ideally, it's not a story at all when we're watching these games. I have a very good friend of mine that several years ago when he was a free agent picked a team Everybody thought he was going to team A. He ended up going to team B because they had grass. 
And that was the first time it really, I remember him saying, in fact, he was at my house. We were fishing and we we're at my house fishing. And, and I said, are you excited to go to team A? And he's like, no, I'm going to go to team B. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, they got grass. And I it was the first time it hit me. Of course, remind me off air. You, I, I think you know who I'm talking about because I think I may have told you this story before. But if I didn't, I'll tell you. And and uh, I, that's the first time I realized that is a big deal. And now that I'm older and I see it all the time, it's a huge deal. But I want to get to an, another thing. <clears throat> Jim Ursay is a fascinating owner to me. Do you know he's the oldest tenured owner in the National Football League? I do. Do you know he's got one of the greatest collections of guitars in the entire world? Yeah, I learned that this week. <laughs> and, and, now, I do know he travels with a band because he actually called me once and wanted to know if I wanted to interview him because his band was coming to Vegas. Um, I, Jim Irsay is, is good for the NFL. <clears throat> and he came out on Twitter and blasted the refs, wants to see a lot. Now, I am told that XFL did really did a lot this year with quick reviews. They got some young kids, and I say young kids, 22, 23, 24, who are used to grow up in the video game culture. We can go back, look, go back, look, great, yep, done, good. Um, I don't know that he hit the nail on the head where I 100% agree. I'm just glad there's an owner talking about we need to do something different. Your thoughts, Johnny Guitars, on what he said and how bad is he officiating in the National Football League? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I think the National Football League officiating is getting terrible. Well, it's wild to see an owner say the NFL admits uh, they made some incorrect calls. Um, that's wild. I don't know if that really helps unless something comes out of it. What I hear or say saying, and I don't know if he's saying it super clearly or not, is he's kind of in favor of our discussion about the need for basically an off-field official that they keep inching towards, um, the need for some expanded technology, camera angles, maybe some chips in the ball, like GPS chips so you don't have to measure, all that kind of stuff, and um, maybe just some reform. I heard Aaron Rodgers kind of echo this earlier this week, but I think he may have been wrong. He said, oh, I don't think the officials are going to mind about this. That's not the impression I get. The impression I get, the reason that this hasn't happened before, the reason we haven't had off-field officials in the NFL for more than a decade growing and expanding is because of the guys on the field, because of the referee egos. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the way it looks. So I'm friends, with, I'm friends with I'm friends with three NFL referees. I'll share more with you off air than I will right now. Um, I'm trying to get one of them after the season to come on and to do a podcast where he's in the dark and we change his voice. So people don't know who he is. You, you know, I think you know who I'm talking about, but um, I asked them, he goes, I don't mind anything that helps us get the game right. He said, but the problem I have is the game is boom, boom. And he said, and the rules are so constantly changing. And, and he goes, so I want to get it right. I feel terrible when I get a play wrong. And to me, it, you may remember Ed Hightower, the very famous 
college basketball ref who's a great friend of mine that even when he was a ref, remember he'd come on my show and he made all the other refs mad. You know, they, they just want to get it right. I remember him, him telling me he called Izzo one time. He called, he cost Tom Izzo a big 10 championship. And he goes, I was sick to my stomach and I had to call Izzo and just tell him, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I missed it. I, I know again, very good friends with three NFL right refs. I know they want to get it right, but the NFL has to do something because you have a billions and billion dollars company and people are making decisions. And I heard it this week. <clears throat> Some I'm trying to remember who told me. It may uh, Braylon Edwards, the great Michigan Wolverine wide receiver, the great NFL wide receiver. It may have been Braylon. If I'm wrong, I'm not lying, but I think it was Braylon. I was hanging out with Braylon. And um, but somebody told me. Uh, and I thought this was really super fascinating that once Vegas gets involved, that's when the world is going to change. Maybe it was somebody else telling me that Pat McAfee said that. I don't know which one it is, but it was one of them. But anyways, to me, that's an angle I had not thought about. In fact, I don't want to get, we're not a college football podcast, but I was told the biggest angle of the Michigan thing is that this is costing spread and Vegas gets involved and says, fine, we won't put Michigan games on the board anymore. That's big for the big 10. So it's fascinating. All right, let's go to um, the 49ers. Interesting little development here. Do they have fifth quarterback? Are they going down this road again in San Francisco? Holy cow. So Brock Purdy's got concussion sin symptoms on the way back. We know that San Francisco already traded Trey Lance. I've got family out in the Bay Area. They're starting to think, are we going through this again? What's going on here? What's gone to the 49ers in the last couple of weeks? Holy cow. So now they've got some real problems. Again, check the date. It's very close to the trade deadline. And I think in a perfect world, God forbid they'd have to make a deal to get a quarterback. We know who they would love to ideally get in a fantasy land. Um, are we yeah. now going to see 49ers? Yeah. So, I mean, that would be a massive swing, especially because what happens if Purdy just comes back in a, in a couple weeks. But are the 49ers now stuck in a position where they have to go get a quarterback? I think we're going to – obviously, we're going to know by next Tuesday – but I have a feeling they're going to know before this game kicks off. And this is a massive curveball. It's a 17-week season, but this is a real serious curveball. This is a team that looked like they would be playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl again. Now they may be looking at, I don't know what number quarterback you want to count this as, but they got a real issue at the quarterback position again. All right. Speaking of the quarterback issue, I want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders are married to him this year and next year. He has shown no reason to want to stay in this marriage. They've played seven games. Now, John, you remember, you can tell we got we got thousands of new listeners. I said when they signed him, give him the benefit of a doubt. If he stays healthy 17 games, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels are geniuses. If he doesn't, they own it. They own this. Seven games, he's only played four and a half. He can't stay healthy. Here's my question to you. I've not seen anything from Jimmy Garoppolo that convinces me of anything other than 
I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a very good quarterback. Now, in his defense, the Raiders have played three quarterbacks and none of them have looked impressive. So that he deserves that in his defense. But with that being said, if you're the Raiders, do you keep him around as a several million dollar backup and go with a young guy cuz then you got then you can see what you got? Or do you keep riding him if you think he gives you the best chance to win? I think you do what's if you're in win mode, you got to go with the guy that the coach believes puts him in win mode. Regardless of what you think, regardless of what I think, regardless of what Raider fan thinks, that's what they got to do. What do you, what's what's Johnny Guitars doing? If you're in win mode and you think you've got the guy that's going to put you in the best position to win, you go with him. If you're not sure who that is, whole different story. I don't know what value of trade Garoppolo would have, if any, at this time, but I would be finding out right now. None. I would think it's pretty much no, zero. There's none. There's so, none. You're very I've talked, listen, I've talked. Yeah. I've talked because fans are asking me all the time. So I'm constantly talking to executives. What do you think this guy's are? That's how I was able last summer when I reported the Raiders wanted a four, but would probably take a five for Hunter Renfro. Yeah. And fans at the time, no, they weren't. They're going to get a one. No, they're not. Cause I knew what GMs were telling me. Nah, they're not going to get a one. He's injured too much. The contract, they, they may get a four, but probably a five. When I'm talking, I mean, I'm told zero trade market, none. In fact, I was told by an NFL executive. Let me read you this text. I was told this by an NFL executive. Said this. Devontae and Max Crosby aren't on the market. That's very clear and evident. But I'm going to tell you right now, if they were, the other 31 teams would line up to get them. All of the 31. Other than that, there may be some guys that teams have interest in, but your two biggest players would be on the market and they're not available. I believe them. They're not. They're trying to win. I thought that was a good text. Yeah, and uh, that lays it out. Um, relative to Garoppolo, what I what I would do? You're stuck with him next year. You've got O'Connell. I'm dead serious. I draft another quarterback. I think you need to get into the motion of pretty much drafting a quarterback every year, because of the way that they're, 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 I'm gonna tell you right now. They're, unless they sign a free agent, which I don't see, they're going to draft. Yeah, so you're kind of stuck. Uh, the, listen, we talked about this. You talked about it, laid it out. As of right now, the durability is an issue. If Garoppolo somehow comes back and plays the rest of the season straight, that's a different story. But uh, it's a real issue right now. Understand that they are married to him next year and understand that that quarterback room uh, is, is going to look a little different next year. This is a real tough spot when you, you take the gamble Every starting quarterback in the NFL, nearly every one of them in the history of the sport is a little bit of a gamble. This seemed like the right time, the right place for Garoppolo. It seemed like, because you know the issues with the foot, not, not really a big deal. It's just the cumulative and the amount of different injuries that's now piled up. Like we've talked about, it feels like he's really one away from, from seriously being limited in effectiveness. So they have to hope, they have to get some luck here that this is going to help turn around somehow. Otherwise, they are really, really up that creek. All right, so I've been talking, we've been talking, let's be honest, it's both of us, 
that the trade market in the NFL this year could be the biggest ever. I'm talking to several executives. The market's hot. Lots of people are talking. I was told by someone today there's more chatter than ever. And I'm like, why isn't there more deals? And it's because people are like, well, I don't know, do I give up draft capital? What do I do? It, 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 the NFL to me is amazing. But I still expect by Tuesday there's going to be some action. I think some things are going to happen. How big do you think it's – you still think it's going to be big? I think it's going to be big by Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we're seeing players uh, like Dalvin Cook leak that they want to be moved. We've seen some deals already. I think we're going to see number number wise, we're going to see more deals. I don't know that we're going to see some kind of blockbuster haymaker, but as I'm looking at the schedule, most obviously most teams are going to know by late Sunday night where where they are. And yeah, I think we're going to see. I don't know if we're going to see double digit number of moves, but pushing double digits. This has already been active. If you are in position. To have the kind of year that you want to have, you probably need to take a shot at it and go for it. There's some teams that may need a guy here or there. There's some other teams. I mean, the Giants have been pretty clear that they don't want to move Barkley. At the same time, the other side of town, you've got a guy that sounds like he wants to look and move. Players are supposed to play. That's fine. Teams got to run their teams. So I don't care if it's the Giants or whoever it is. If you need a running back, you got to make that call. And if the deal is the best thing to do for the Giants, you got to make that move. This is professional football. Let's see who has the stones, who's got the guts, who's got the smarts to make a good deal between now and November 1st. And I love Jerry Jones that comes out. Of course we're trading. Of course we're at. I love Jerry Jones. Well, I, 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 is, that, is that the best idea, though? I don't know why he said that. I'm like, well, you just pretty much made yourself look more desperate. So maybe he's trying to reel somebody in by like, hey, come over here. You can get a real good deal. Otherwise, that seems like a maybe misplaced comment. It was interesting to see. It was classic Jerry Jones. You do love it. But now all he's done is put a few more eyes on the Cowboys. Let's see what they do. Because they do not. Jerry Jones. They, they don't do the they give like that keeps Bowl? on giving. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, Jerry, do, do they look like a Super Bowl contender right now? No. Do they look like they're a player or two away? Not really. Let's see what they do. I agree. All right, John. If you're the Raiders, there's just so much that needs repair. And, and yeah. you just don't sell the future. But, man, if you can land somebody, you do it. But yeah, it's going to be if they can move Renfro, for example, if they can move Renfro or if if there's somebody on their team who's accessible that is wanted, they've got to seriously consider it. No question. There's a lot of teams that are in that boat. It's not the boat you want to be in, but they've got no question. They've got to do that if they're in that boat. They will. All right, John, our fearsome foursome. Here we go. Give me our four games. We're picking against each other. These are the four most interesting games of the weekend, period. They're the four most interesting. You've got to see, of course, outside the Raiders. Cleveland at Seattle. Both teams going along pretty well. Both teams, some injury issues. You want to say, I mean, look, it's not Seattle like it was 10, 15 years ago, but it's still on the road at Seattle. Do the Browns have enough to beat Seattle? No, I'm riding with the birds. 
I like the Seahawks by less than three. I like that. Everyone likes the Browns defense. We know what's going on there. Now, Jacksonville is going to Pittsburgh. What's the big deal? It's really a game kind of Jacksonville needs. If Jacksonville wins this one, they might even take another game lead in their division. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. I like the Jaguars in this one. I think they're going to shift shift a gear. I'm riding with the hair, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> they got a big mural of him not far from me, just outside of Metro Atlanta. The hair is good. Maybe the Jags are a player or two away. Maybe they're a year or two away from being able to contend for the AFC. I think the guy is a very interesting guy to watch, and that franchise is going the right way. Just a question of how fast. Now, where did that game come from Monday night from the Vikings? I don't know. Not that many days later. A little bit quicker turn. They go to Green Bay. Always good, but a lot more on it. Vikings with that momentum. Green Bay, it's a, are they really in a spoiler role? I don't know. But it's the bottom line. Is there anything to the Vikings left? Is, is this the start of a run again, or are they going to fall on their face at Green Bay? Kirk Cousins. That's almost a two words, Kirk Cousins. Cincinnati. To lead the Vikings on the road to a win. I tell you. The they, Green Bay Packers. And if they do... All of a sudden, the Vikings are starting to turn a corner. If you look at their schedule ahead, you're like, oh, that's okay. Now, the downside of that game, of course, was San Francisco. They return home, Cincinnati at San Francisco. This game all of a sudden means a little more than we thought it did because of the situation the 49ers are in and the fact that they're on a little bit of a skid. 49ers. I like Cincinnati in this one. I think Cincinnati's like, gonna, But I, it's in San Francisco. If it was yeah, in the Natty, I'd be taking Natty. There's no way the 49ers can lose three in a row. There's no way, right? No way. For some reason, I see a way. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Those are the four most interesting games of the weekend. As we most get, important now, what's your prediction? Raiders, Lions. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go well for the Raiders. I think it's going to end up being something like 27-17 Lions. It's going to be a, a game that the Lions have control of almost the whole entire way. I was dead wrong last week. Hopefully I'll be dead wrong this week. I don't think this is going to be a good trip for the, for the Raiders. I agree. He's the one guy we all love. You love him. I love him. Mother-in-laws love him. Mothers love him. Friends love him. He's the coach prime of the attorney world. That's great. The great Johnny Guitars. Thanks, Johnny. I'm Hondo. By the way, I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, part of the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.